This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Back from down south. My wife and I are at the stage in our lives where it is now or never as far as travel goes. My grandfather told me not to wait too long to travel as he had health issues later in life that messed up his plans to do so. I have been taking his advice. COVID shut us in so our travel itinerary got backed up. We have been making up for lost time and have many travel plans for 2023 ahead. Our most recent travels took us to places we had never been down south. The purpose of the trip was threefold. One was the tourist aspect, visiting many traps, including Graceland and Jimmy Carter's Presidential Library. I will not focus on those, but on the other two aspects of the trip. One, to visit farms and farmers, and the other, visiting Civil War battlefields, following the footsteps of ancestors who fought in the war. We flew to Dallas, where we rented a car, drove nearly 2,000 miles in total. Overnight stops included Shreveport, Louisiana, Vicksburg, Mississippi, Jonesboro, Arkansas, Memphis, Tennessee, Corinth, Mississippi, Nashville, Tennessee, Chattanooga, Tennessee, and Atlanta, Georgia, from where we flew back. The farm aspect of the trip took us through the Delta region. We got to see the low level of the Mississippi River, crossing it a few times. We watched small barge units shortened up to 17 to 20 barges that are typically 40, pushing only, carrying 35% lighter loads. They had to stick to the center of the Mark Channel. The river level has since recovered a few feet. We had been invited to the Martin family farm near Hickory Ridge, Arkansas. They have almost 2,000 acres, mostly growing rice and soybeans with a smaller amount of corn. They were hurrying to get the last of their rice harvested as there was weather coming in that night. They still had soybeans to combine. I saw a lot of soybeans unharvested in the field in the trip up from Vicksburg. Some farmers are mostly cotton and soybeans, while the Martins farmed rice instead of cotton. The corn they had harvested went into bins as the river market basis was so poor due to the low river levels. They were not very high on growing corn there, as in spite of it being irrigated, they say it is way too hot to grow good corn, which only yields 150 to 180 bushel per acre. Every crop that they grow is irrigated, and this close to the Mississippi River, they say water is plentiful only 20 to 30 feet down. They shape the land for furrow gravity irrigation, building dikes and so on. They do this with implements that I'd never seen before. They use plastic irrigation tubes with holes poked in them to match the furrows. I was blown away by the amount of labor and management this kind of irrigation system requires. Rice is a high return but high cost to production crop. I was also surprised to learn how Delta region farms there have another crop that is very important to them, ducks. Delta rice farmers flood their fields, which controls weeds and is what the rice needs. Much land there is owned by absentee landlords who buy it for the duck hunting. They require that fields be flooded would work out perfect for a duck rice operation. The duck hunters rent out the land to farmers who grow crops around the duck season. Duck and deer hunting rights are another cash crop. When in Memphis, we took in the Peabody Hotel Duck Walk. Over a century ago, the hotel owners went duck hunting and used live ducks for decoys. They had had plenty to drink, and after a day shooting docks, brought the live decoys back inside the hotel, where they floated in the hotel fountain. 
To this day since, the ancestors of those ducks use the elevator from the 14th floor where they reside, ride the elevator down at 11 a.m., walking a red carpet to spend the day in the fountain, and at 5 p.m. jump out of the fountain and use the elevator to return up to their floor for the night. It happens so fast it's all a little anticlimactical, but the public loves it and people come from all over the world to see these ducks. I told listeners earlier this year in a series of reports on the Galen Lawrence Group buying farmland in Iowa, including farmland here near Royal, how I intended to travel this fall to Wilson, Arkansas, and have lunch in their cafe there. Guess what? An intermediary arranged a lunch meeting with my wife and I with Drew Lawrence and the Lawrence Group CFO John Johnson. We talked for two hours. Galen was in France reportedly closing on a purchase on a winery there. They had been apprised of my Comstock reports and their activities in Iowa. I started off by thanking them for stopping bidding against our family on a farm recently bought at auction by our nephews and nieces. They liked that, saying it was not their intention to push locals around. They wished to join our community. We hit it off pretty well. Drew is in charge of their farm operations in Arkansas. They have 43,000 acres around Wilson, as well as the farms in Iowa and Illinois. My wife and I invited them to join us for lunch sometime in Royal when they were in Iowa. We are seriously optimistic that they'll take us up on that offer. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.